0: Billy Von Franz, okay, you, you, you got you got a new one in there, I, I didn't know that, that's pretty cool. We got Aurora PPG in the house, we got Eric Von Eric, what's up? Jim from Canada A, uh, Will Fly, and uh, Mr. Dana 54, welcome everybody. We got uh, a lot of people in the chat, so make sure you say hello to Will Fly, will fly ppg because we're gonna be giving away a lot of cool stuff today anyway my name is sean simons also known as ppg grandpa you can find me at ppg grandpa.com or iflyparamotors.com tonight is sponsored by jim from canada he runs care pp that's care printing and publishing up in canada and he helps us make so many cool things everything from decals to stickers to calendars jim thank you so much for being on the show buddy
1: Hey, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, real quick, I see a QR code. I know that uh, you give people discounts when they click that QR code. Tell us a little bit about your company and uh, what you do.
1: Sure, yeah, we can print pretty much anything you need. Uh, Mostly, we've got a custom printing side as well as a do-it-yourself printing side of the company. So if you want something printed, you upload a file and hit print and it'll get all done for you and shipped out to you. If you need something done custom that is not on that list because it's relatively limited, then uh, get connect with me directly and we'll help you out.
0: Awesome. And of course, don't forget to hit that QR code on Jim's uh, background. He will hook you up with a discount. All you gotta do is say, PPG grandpa sent me and he will hook you up. So thank you so much, Jim. We appreciate that. And we appreciate your maple syrup smelling money all right no no laugh all right i guess i run that one to the ground we also got joshua marsh i was
2: laughing inside sorry i was drinking
3: i giggled all right
0: giggle giggle works whatever we got joshua marsh uh he's gonna help us out in the background he's gonna be putting up the videos while uh, John, our guest talks and whatever relevant stuff comes up, he's going to be putting on the background. So Joshua, thank you very much for being here with us, buddy. Um, You got any uh, videos on your YouTube yet that we want to check out?
3: Oh, yeah. I just uh, posted one yesterday uh, doing a giveaway at uh, 250 subscribers. So go subscribe.
0: How how do we get to that YouTube channel? So we Uh, might win that win that. Joshua Marsh PPG. All right, we'll find you there uh, i need i guess i need your link so we can uh, put the link down below too for people uh, all right thank you josh for being in the house we appreciate you buddy we also got our paramom, mom our linda anderson she's the one that books people on the show and she's got us booked up almost through christmas holy smokes thank you very much linda for being in the jet
2: i know being on the uh, panel.
0: yeah good so to fun. see you i like yeah. your pom-poms you've been doing pom-poms for almost three years haven't you
2: That's
0: it. No, we would not uh, be able to have the people on here that we do if it wasn't for you. Uh, If you want to get on the show, just go to ParamomUSA.com. It forwards over to her Facebook page, PM her, and say, Hey, I want to be on PBG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, which is a little bit different than something that happens with her son on Thursday. What's up with your son on Thursday?
2: That's right. We got an awesome show on Thursday night. Paragliding, chat. I get yeah. so excited, I can't get it out.
0: <laughs> we need the dot com.
2: Dot com, that's right. With my awesome son, Robert Michael. So y'all gotta hang out with us. I appreciate everybody on Thursday night, but I appreciate everybody tonight. So I'm very blessed. Thank you, Chatters. Thank you, viewers, for hanging with us tonight. Because Monday night is the place to be.
0: I, I heard, yeah, I heard Thursday nights is the only podcast uh, that that's worth listening to on Monday nights. So <laughs> come here, right? <laughs> now, thank you're you welcome. so much, Linda, for being here and you're helping welcome. us book everybody and everything that you do. We definitely appreciate you, it. Linda. We you. also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. Not only does he make videos, but he has an announcement or a shout out tonight. So, what's up, buddy? Glad that you're here.
3: Yeah, man, it's good to be here. It's my favorite night, Monday nights, eight p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah, I went to uh, spend the weekend with my buddies uh, about eight or nine of us got together and had a little mini fly-in and uh, met up with Susan Ray and uh, she gave me this awesome shirt, Aurora PPG. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Aurora. Just wanted to read their mission. It's a worthy goal. Its mission is to increase the participation of women and girls in the sport of powered paragliding through experiences, education, training and community with a focus on its use and overcoming and <laughs> trauma, past trauma. So right on, Susan. Worthy goal, and thank you for the shirt.
0: And uh, for the people that are listening to this, can you spell that Aurora really quick? Is aurorappg.org, right?
3: Yes. aurorapp com.
0: Dot com or dot org?
3: Oh, .org, excuse me. Okay. If you go to .com, it'll take you over to .org, but it is .org. Okay,
0: right, good deal. Well, thank you so much for that. And uh, Susan Ray, thank you so much for, for uh, getting us that information so we can put it out there. But tonight is not about us. It's not about me. It's not about the people on the panel. Tonight is all about John. It says John Martin on his screen, but I'll probably call him John Allen. Anyway, uh, John's been uh, flying for a long time. He's got his own business. Uh, He bought 40 acres to create his own business, Wind Pirate PPG. So welcome to the show, John. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you very much. It's happy to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself
1: and how you got into paramotoring. Yeah, so I grew up in uh, southwest Idaho, Um, kind of lived out. We were like 50 miles from town, had a cattle ranch, uh, very involved in horses, mules, uh, competition and stuff like that uh, my dad my uncles actually won the world for a couple of years in uh, mule competitions Bishop. and uh, because we were so far out and stuff we had a lot of friends that flew airplanes and um, then we did a lot of work in Alaska um, construction work and so a lot of bush pilots up there so I started young having just uh, a real love for everything aviation and uh, basically climbing in every airplane I could possibly get close to. And uh, so then my and my dad bought a, a hang glider truck, uh, which we had for a few for a while. And then um, uh, long story short, I uh, got sold some faulty parts and uh, it got crashed. I wasn't in it, um, but everybody walked away okay. And uh, so we were actually getting back into that, and in the process moved to Arizona. And I moved about a half a mile from uh, Air Paramo, Mo Sheldon's place, and met him. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know about this paramotor thing. You know, it uh, always looks a little sketchy at first, and took one flight up, instantly hooked, um, just completely addicted. And uh, went from there, took a while to get enough money put together to get one and started on the trike, uh, actually, because I uh, do a lot of backcountry, you know, hiking, flying, hunting, that kind of stuff. And I wanted to be able to load it down with gear and fly back into somewhere and camp or, or you know, leave and go hike out of it, that kind of thing uh so I started trike flying and then eventually went over into paramotor like into the foot launch stuff um and then working uh I worked with the Mo there for a while uh for a couple years kind of assistant instructor with him and then as it uh progressed on kind of ventured off on my own I go to up to the northwest and train up there in the summers and come back here in the winter so it's a it's a year-round full time gig.
0: So you do joint classes. So you travel, do joint classes with other uh instructors. Tell us a little bit about that and how that works. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure.
1: So for instance, this summer I went up and did um two joint classes in June and July with Brian Pearson up at Oregon paramotor And uh, you know, it's just a lot of fun. You get a you get more, kind of a bigger group because you got more instructors and so you can you can teach a bigger group, but um, and also you learn so much. Um, you know the the little ways I do certain things, or the, the ways he does things. It it really kind of works around. Um, and off and on, like in the winter times, uh, where my field was before, uh, is where like Noah and Nick Rochetta with Epic Paramotor, they fly out of there. So we do a lot back and forth, um, and so it uh, it's it's great it it's uh kind of builds a lot of camaraderie um and m- makes the sport makes the training a lot more fun and it's just good vibes all the way around
0: i like good vibes i like your hat too what does your hat say
1: uh it says wind pirate um there
2: we go it's just my logo and uh
1: got a couple of those to give away
0: oh okay so we're going to give away some hats and you also got a little throttle magnet too yes i have the throttle magnets that
1: click on and they're really strong keep your throttle out of the dirt
0: Definitely like that. I so, put those on all my parameters. Absolutely. So um, everyone that's in the super chat, in case you don't know, get up with Will Fly, just at Will Fly and tell him hello that you want to be on the spinny wheel of Winnie things because we're going to be giving away a lot of stuff. So make sure you say hi to Will Fly, the PPG guy. So John, you do a lot of uh, traveling and you do some <laughs> Uh, you do the joint classes, which sounds really awesome. How about as far as fly-ins? Uh, have you gone to any fly-ins? And I uh, heard something about you did your first annual fly-in where you are.
1: Yeah, so we um, I've been involved actually the last several years with the Arizona Flying Circus. Um, we kind of did all the dirt work there, helped do all the the runway stuff, and and kind of work helping put that together um, uh, last year. I made it to Salton Sea a couple of years ago. Made it to the Endless Foot Drag, so a lot of those, you know, a few of the bigger ones, and then then some smaller ones up in in Oregon and Idaho and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so uh, we normally do a fly-in down here on a on a dry lake bed. Actually, I think that might be where that's at there um, on the video. But we do a fly in on a dry lake bed here close, and this year we got so much rain that it got all flooded out. And so we contacted the Tombstone Airport of Tombstone, Arizona, and to see if we could maybe do a fly in there. And they were ecstatic. They were so overwhelmingly helpful. Uh, helped us put it together and they have a, an event called Heldorado days every October on the third week. And so we were able to schedule it at the same time as that. Um, it's pretty cool. They do all kinds of, you know, gunfights and uh, Western, like a uh, fashion show and uh, a lot of bands and groups and like the Indian drum groups and stuff come down. And um, so we were able to concite, like, coincide it with that. And we uh, we had a fly in pretty short notice because of the weather stuff, um, but it had a pretty good turnout um, and the town came out huge. The, the mayor showed up, the vice mayor, a bunch of the town council, and they were like, hey, we want to make this an every year thing. What can we do to have this every year or maybe twice a year? And so we uh, we talked to them, and we kind of made it happen. And so we are going to be having a fly in there. Um, it's outside of Tombstone, like five miles. Awesome, awesome flying, um, basically from Tombstone all the way down south for the border. And it's uh, it's it's amazing country. It's all the, uh, so much history in it. It's, it's the area where like the Apache Wars were with Geronimo and Cochise and all that. Um, and you're just flying over the top of it. Tons of old ranches and mines and really cool stuff and uh so yeah we're going to be doing that every october and april uh first week of april and the third week of october and they would like to make it as big as we possibly can so uh with them behind us it should be uh it should be a really cool event
0: that's really neat so if people want to go to this fly-in next year how do we get up with you to see where that's going to be and what time all that fun stuff do we get up with you directly or how does that work
1: um, so we'll be making a Facebook event, making a Facebook page for it and stuff. It's, um, and of course posting up on the, the paramotor groups. Um, it's pretty, I mean, this is a pretty new thing. This is like last week that this finally all came together. Uh, so we're working on it. Um, but yeah, mostly through the Facebook stuff, uh, is, is how we'll reach out to everybody. Um, it seems to be the best way to connect to the majority of people.
0: I got a question for you. I haven't flown in the desert yet. So have you flown like, you know, inward where it's nice and green and not a desert? And what's the difference between desert flying and green flying? I'm only saying green because from Arkansas, the natural state, we got trees and and uh, green as far as the eye can see. So, yeah. so what's the difference between green flying and desert flying? Yeah, so I've done a little bit of all of it.
1: Um... The desert flying thermals are a much bigger factor. Thermals are huge out here, Um, especially as we get more into summer. um, They come on really powerful pretty early. So uh, you got to be really, really, um, you know, on point for, (laughs) for knowing what, uh, you know, watching for thermals, making sure you're not flying too late in the day. Um, It's not very forgiving that way. On On the flip side of that, uh, you can land a lot of places in the desert. We're not dealing with trees. Um, and you can really get down, you know, fly down inside of sand washes, that kind of stuff. The low level flying in the desert is really, really cool. Um, there are cactuses that are, uh, not very friendly and it's, it's not a great thing if you go down in them. Uh, I've got a buddy that, that, uh, he always tells everybody that he, he flies with a pistol just in case he goes down in a, in a big batch of cactus he can end it before he hits the ground (laughs) oh my (laughs) god that must be
0: really bad yeah it's not
1: good uh we had a friend in north phoenix that actually ran into a patch of cholla um which uh they look really nice and soft and fluffy and they're not they're actually called jumping cactuses because if you just barely brush them they they fall off and stick to you and he had had a motor out, got it fixed and went to launch and the wind had changed and he ran right through the patch of it, fell down in it and uh, had like several hundred needles all stuck in his stomach and his thighs. And, uh, he said when he took uh, his shirt off, it peeled off like Velcro. Uh,
2: cactus <laughs> and, uh, never been my friend. I, I lived in Arizona 40 years and I still, I like, uh-uh. <laughs> they hurt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we, we kind of try to get rid of them everywhere we can. So
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: you so you started triking originally before you even foot launch. So why did you yes. start to trike first and then go into foot launch?
1: So I was really interested um, initially getting into it of doing backcountry flying. And, um, you know, being able to load a lot of gear on, take off, go out in the desert, you know, land, go hike, go camp, that kind of stuff. So the trike really appealed on that side because, you know, I can carry a hundred pounds of gear and it's not that big of a deal um, where I'm not having to run with it. Um, and for some stuff like that, I still think I, I love the trike. Um, and also when there's no wind, I absolutely love the trike. So um, everybody kind of, kind of laughs about it. Cause if, we go out to the field. They're like, Hey, you're going to foot launch today. And I'm like, uh no, I got to run. <laughs> so, so the trike makes it really easy, really easy for like crosswind downwind landings, that kind of stuff. Um, but it does take a lot of um, precision wing control. Uh, it's less forgiving in the fact that you can't just sidestep and run under the wing. Um, True. And typically uh, need a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit more room or less rocky ground. Um, You can, you can actually do a pretty close to what you can with a foot launch. Um, But the the main thing is they're a little harder to carry around than you know, you're not going to put it in the back of your Prius if you have one.
0: Is is that why you went from trike to foot launch was because of having to carry that big thing around?
1: Um, Yeah, that and just, kind of wanting to do all of it um you know just uh i love the foot launch i love the freedom of it the the ability to yeah throw it in your car if you're going out for the weekend it's not a huge thing um really easy to move around um i have the parajet maverick sport where uh for the school they're super nice where you, you know you put them all in the bag and stuff them in the front of the trailer um when you're doing the traveling classes you know i can fit four five foot launches in the place of one trike uh they don't take up near the room and uh yeah so um still do a lot of trike stuff though and then my dad also flies and he flies a trike so we fly together all the time
0: I love the trike. I, I have to admit that, you know, trikes are really good, especially when you go to a fly-in. People just don't realize that if you have a trike at a fly-in, you can you, you sit down and you just, you know, trike yourself over to the other side of the field where nobody is, lay out, go launch, you know, go fly around, then land in that same area, and then just trike yourself back to where you where your campsite is. I mean, there's no pumping this thing around, you know, 70 pounds plus your wing. It's a lot of weight to to walk across the field. So you might want to. Yeah, about... you just
1: pick up your wing and stuff it in your lap and drive around with
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's bolt-on and then you have the, the... do you have any bolt-on like um, retractor trikes and stuff like that? Or are you um, talking about an actual trike itself?
1: Yeah, so typically I do the larger, heavier-duty trikes. Um, you know, like the, the, I, I have the HS Com Condor. I have the Air Pyramid Grasshopper, those type of trikes. Um, just because, like I said, the backcountry stuff, they're a lot more rugged. They're tough. Um, you got a good roll bar. Um, I have flown the smaller, you know, the bolt-on trikes. And, um, actually I was in the last year after Salton Sea, um, when, parajet put out their their like e-flyer uh they they put me in the video for it because i flew the the uh parajet maverick trike around and i absolutely loved it um but i find typically on a lot of the small you know kind of homemade uh trikes they put too short of a wheelbase on them and it makes them really tippy like a three-wheeler yeah and so if you get a good wide wheelbase you get a good solid cage um then then they're great But, uh, but yeah, most of the time, the bigger trikes and, um, and then I use trikes for all of my tandem flights for the school, because it's just so much easier to not get somebody hurt. Yeah. Um, you don't have to carry them if they don't run far enough, you know, face plant on, on them if they decide to sit down, you know, 10 feet after you start. Um, so all they have to do is just sit there and not do anything. So I really like it for that
0: that's awesome um let's see uh panel any questions in the super chat that we need to ask john
3: yeah there's a couple there bill h was asking he wants to know if it's dusty over there i think he was referring to the
1: uh fly-in uh so at the fly-in no well they have um some dirt area they're working on grass and spots and then they have a pretty good size um paved tarmac along with the runway um but in general the uh um the flying in the state on the whole is yes very dusty um it's one of the reasons why um i've i bought 40 acres just out of st david and we got good water and oh you're just going through (laughs) random pictures on instagram but uh we've got good water and so i have a I've got grass, which not a big deal to you people in Arkansas, but for out here, it's huge. So I've got about a six acre field, four acres of it in very nice grass. So your wing stays nice and clean. And uh, it's it's pretty cool compared to, I mean, I'm used to flying where um, a lot of times people look at the wings from, you know, from out here. if If they're from back east, when they come out to the circus and stuff and they're like, oh, man, that wing's really old. And it'll have 10 hours on it, but uh, <laughs> it gets so dirty. Oh, okay. so you know my my wings look newer now than than since I moved. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> um, So do you have hookups there as well for RVs? Um, working on it. I don't have any hookups right now. We have dry camping, I have a dump, um, I've got water, and uh, eventually want to put in a few hookups. Um, not a huge amount, but yeah. I've got, a, have got spots for RVs and, you know, the field, um, we're in the process of making the hangar. So that's, uh, I've, I've had a lot of questions lately through Facebook and stuff like that, because, um, with the wind pirate thing, I make, uh, kind of what started actually the wind, the whole wind pirate thing was, um, I started making custom covers, heavy duty covers. I, uh, I tried to get a cover for my uh, paramotor and everything I could find was really lightweight, you know, that kind of that space blanket stuff. And so we we basically my dad had a saddle shop, so I have commercial sewing machines. And so I got some really good material and put together a cover and. uh basically took it out to the field the first time and one of the other pilots came and grabbed it off of my trike and said how much is it I'm like well it's not really for sale he goes well you're not getting it back so tell me how much it is <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I started making them and selling them and I uh, got quite a few of them out um, in the process of moving and we're we're building a new shop I've got a, uh, a 40 by 50 shop going up and so in the meantime all of my sewing stuff is all in a storage room and uh which is brutal because of course now every two days I need to sew something um and so basically covers and kiting harnesses and stuff that I make are on hold until I can get it set up enough that I can hook the machines up without I'm getting too dirty and dusty and and get stuff going again
3: I can tell you this, uh, that was one of the very first things I wanted to purchase, and I got one of your uh, paramotor covers, and those things are freaking heavy duty, and such a cool logo, man. I love it.
1: Thank you. It actually changed a little bit, uh, if you yeah. notice, from, from the one on your cover. Yeah. So originally, I had this logo, um, and then I had a guy come to me and go, hey, I can make you a way cooler logo, and I'm like, eh, I like my logo. <laughs> and he he made this one that's on the hat, and I'm like, "But I like my logo. I mean, that's cool." So I sent it to like 30 people, and uh, every one of them was like, "Oh no, the the new logo's better." <laughs> so, so yeah. I was like, "Okay, looks like I'm changing my logo." Nice. Um, but well, it's a, yeah.
3: it's definitely a quality uh, cover, no doubt. Thank you. We uh, it's handmade, made, isn't it? Per yeah order.
1: Yeah. Um, we, we will sew up a few of them that are, you know, the kind of the stock size. Um, most paramotors uh, uh, will fit the same size cover, you know, within an inch or two. Uh, there's just a few like um, Scout, uh, the Gravity, MavMax, uh, Parajet, a couple other ones that are a little bigger hoop size. And so, you know, those are a little more custom. Um, but yeah, it's... It, we normally make them to order, you know, or may have one or two in stock just because we make a couple at a time when we make them. Are, are they just a cover or are they like a completely enclosed bag? So they cover over the top. They are a drawstring on the bottom so they don't zip up. I think I had some pictures on there of them, but they, uh, they drawstring shut because the problem is if um, we kind of looked into making them fully enclosed, Um, And then if somebody put a reserve on their seat, they wouldn't fit anymore. Um, And I wanted it to where if all of a sudden, you know, your paramotor leaked gas or oil or something like that, it wouldn't just pool up and set in it. Um, Yeah, that's the trike cover there. Um, And then so and then if you look at the at the very top of that trike cover in the back there's a a little bitty hole that we put a vent hole in so it lets gas fumes and stuff like that escape but the rest of the material is all um they won't claim it's waterproof because they the company makes material for sailboats and they said if they make anything that they say is waterproof you have to be able to like sink a boat and it still hold water out Uh, but they're very water resistant um i've actually made a bag out of them and put water in it for days and it didn't leak. And so.
0: Interesting. Uh, yeah. It's always fun to, to look at, you know, um, stuff that people make, um, I kind of was looking at, uh, the stuff as, as we were looking at the stuff too. It's pretty awesome. Uh, your shop and, uh, your, your com. if you want to go ahead, it's uh, seven thirty. seven 30. If you want to go ahead and uh, let everybody know, um, how to get up with your shop and stuff like that. We're going to spin the spinning wheel of winning things in just a moment, but uh, go ahead and tell us how to get up with you.
1: Yeah, so my, uh, my website is windpirateppg.com. Um, the, the store on it, like I said, I've been moving, so a lot of the stuff in the sh- store shows out of stock until I can get back to making it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we sell wings, paramotors, all kinds of gear for them heading harnesses helmets all that kind of stuff and uh yeah that's on there and then you know we have instagram facebook all that cool stuff um uh,
0: and uh you know your yeah, links are down just, below too course. just just in case people want to Check you out. We also you can also go to paramotorguest.com and we'll actually bring up a page to, to show all about him and his links. So make sure you check out paramotorguest.com. We're gonna be giving away a bunch of stuff tonight. So did you want to give away your uh hat and throttle magnet now? Or do you yeah. want to wait? it doesn't matter to me. Whenever you want to do it. Okay. So Well, let's go ahead and give it away. Show us what we're going to show us what you got. Okay.
1: So people can choose whichever one. I've got a black, and then I've got a black with red. It's got the red stitching on the front there. Uh, That's obviously a sticker. Um, And then it's got the Wind Pirate logo. They're nice, they're comfortable hats, all black. And then I've got the throttle magnets. Um, They're the blue anodized seven pound magnets. It's uh, great for sticking your throttle and to your cage, or you can put it on the back of your wing and attach your chase cam to it. So if it hooks in a tree, it doesn't rip your wing.
0: Good. Awesome. So we're going to give away one hat and one magnet throttle cable tonight, and then another hat and throttle magnet cable next Monday. So we'll fly. Are you, do you have the spinning wheel of Winnie things up?
3: I do. Just have to make a couple more additions, and we're ready to go.
0: Okay. Since you got all their names that are that that are on there, and you don't have to go through the super chat like I would have to, <laughs> would you like to say hello to everybody in the super chat?
3: Yeah, sure. And it uh, gives them a chance to tell me if I've missed anybody. Mm-hmm. So starting at the top, we got Aurora PPG, Avery Flies, Bill H, Bonnie Silly bon Franz, Brian Franz. C.T. Fly, Deweese Milstead, Eric Owens, what's up Eric, Eric Von Eric, 555, Flying Flamingo, Goldie Teal, James, John Wayne, J.P. Tulo. gosh I lost people, Mad Sloper, Michael Jasper, Phil Huker, Scott Milner, Scuba, Tony Marzano, Tony I got you in here twice, sorry I gotta remove one of you, William Garland, Yankee Paramotor, The Dro, and Mike Thompson, hopefully, I didn't forget anyone there. Yay. Tommy Sutherland, I'm gonna add you, buddy, just see so you right. Did
0: now. you see Avery Flies popped up and says I'm that uh, he wants to be on here? Did you get Avery? I, I got Avery, yep. Okay. And Scuba,
3: Scuba, we have yeah. Scuba.
0: All right, I'm kind of going up there too. I think that we got everybody.
3: The Van Lander,
0: what's up, man?
2: All right, thanks, Chatters.
0: We got lots of people in the house. There we got thirty-seven people watching and twelve like twelve likes. Come on, guys, Hit, punch that, <laughs> punch that thumbs up for us. That really helps our yeah. metrics a little you bit.
3: Punch the thumbs up once if you like us, and if you don't like us, you punch the thumbs down twice.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's
0: what I've heard. Yep, that that is true. <laughs> people are like, why th- twice? Because you click it down and then you click it again, and it goes away. That's why. <laughs> So we are going to be giving away the hat uh, from Wind windpirate, uh, windpirateppg.com. It also has the throttle magnet. Then we're gonna be giving away later on a $10 gift card that you can use at yeah. Paramount Arkansas. We also got a Vortex Arrow travel mug that we're gonna be giving away. And of course, stickers. So if you haven't got, guys, if you haven't got uh, past um, gifts, from us, we tried to do an automated thing, and everyone's saying that they never got their stuff. So, if you got something from the Spinning Wheel of Winning Things, you did not receive it within a week. Please text me five zero one seven four seven three five five eight. Let me know that you didn't get it, and we are going to figure out what happened, and we're going to get it to you. All right, we'll fly. Are we ready? Yeah. To-
3: can I can I say one thing about that, Sean? Yeah the stickers you know when i first got into the sport i never really understood the reasoning behind the stickers until you know I, so i had like all this box that I, I collected all these stickers and i just kept throwing them in the box and then went to my first line and it all made sense to me then you know <laughs> so whether you're going to put it on your trailer on your car or on a board or whatever yeah man just have something where you can proudly you know, uh, display the stickers. It's a lot of fun too. Go going around collecting them, and
1: so yeah, I thought that's ready. what you just cover up the cracks in your prop with <laughs> yeah,
0: <exactly. laughs> in an emergency. Yeah, absolutely, that's awesome. I'll cover a hole about this big. You got <laughs> hole that big? Just put a sticker over if it. If you there can't you see it, it's not a problem. Exactly right. Here exactly you go.
3: Right. Yeah. Let's see. Did I share the right one? is it showing
2: yeah right.
0: see yeah. it
3: all right so y'all ready let's do it
0: yeah let's do a little bit longer spin on it it's normally just a quick spin and is there try to do like a longer 30 second spin or something because
3: i think i greased it pretty well i'll see if i can grease it a little bit better all right grease
0: it good deweese
3: oh <laughs> oh it's
2: close is it deweese, is it deweese? oh oh deweese
0: All right, Eric. Congratulations, Deweese. Yay! All right, Deweese, so what we're going to do is go to Paramotor, Arkansas, and make an account if you haven't done so already, and I will get up with you through there and get you over to John so he can send you out that hat and that throttle magnet. Yeah, let us know red or black, too. Very cool. Congratulations, Deweese. So you guys don't go anywhere. We've still got a lot of stuff that we're going to give away. So we're going to give away at about eight o'clock when we go to our after show, we're going to give away some more stuff. All right. Really now, just for this moment, don't delete it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't delete it. All right. Hey, James had another
3: question too. Okay. Uh, He wants to know, um, John, do you offer
1: rentals for people who travel out West? Um, yeah, at times I do have school equipment that I can rent. Um, I, obviously that's, I kind of, uh, filter that pretty heavily. Sure. Um, I, I don't just go rent a paramotor to somebody that's like, oh yeah, I want to try this. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, you know, um, but yeah, we, we do work out some of that. If, uh, if people are traveling in, uh, we can do some rentals, uh, if they are already pilots and um yeah have willing to sign a rental agreement in case they completely demolish everything yeah. <laughs> so, do, do you yeah. ever take people on flights across the border is that allowed uh it pays much better if you take small packages of sugar across the border <laughs> <laughs> so we we do from time to time get uh people that come to us and ask us uh <laughs> You know if uh we could take them to look for some stuff their friends lost that kind of stuff <laughs> and uh yeah we're, we're not too into that but um it it's not far um and actually surprisingly uh, i always was like oh yeah you know you'd probably fly under the radar and then i trained some guys that were military and they were like actually you show up pretty huge uh they just most of the time discredit it because you're going so slow um so if you were considering flying across the border, <laughs> just something to keep in mind,
0: it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, it doesn't, but, sound, uh, doesn't sound like a good idea.
1: Yeah, they don't need to fly right now. There's there's plenty of them coming through. It's uh it's pretty open around here. Well, it's open at the border. They 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 arrest a lot of them around where I'm at. So it's very active.
0: Interesting. So Do you do a lot of uh, cross-country triking and flying with groups of friends or anything like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do. So um, we were putting on monthly uh, when I was, before I moved here, I was up in Maricopa, um, just south of Phoenix. And every month on Saturday, we would do a breakfast flight. So everybody would come out, you know, you fly about 15 miles away. There's a restaurant out there on a golf course they would let us all land pile all our stuff in the backyard and and go eat and then uh and then go back uh but yeah we do quite a bit of of cross-country stuff just exploring you know uh there's some really cool areas um that you can go fly over and then you know run a chase car and and pick up too um and so it's a blast sometimes uh we uh especially with the trike i will carry a couple gallons of gas in the front seat for all the foot launch guys that have like that that little three gallon air conception bag or whatever because they can't carry enough fuel and then we land and refill them all up and then and take off again
0: that's cool how many people usually go out and cross country with you
1: so um typically you know six to eight something like that um i've We've had it on the breakfast flights. We've had it all the way up to, you know, I think 18 or 20 was the most we ever had. Um, wow. But, yeah, it, it's, it's a blast. It really kind of uh, keeps people in the local community, So, um, which is kind of the goal. The more people that you keep flying together, um, typically I've seen the, the fallout rate of people kind of giving up on the sport is usually because they end up flying alone. And uh, you know, then then it becomes a hassle to to go do stuff by yourself. Uh, but if you can do stuff where people are are involved in the community, then uh, yeah, it it keeps a lot more people flying. It's it's a lot of fun.
0: That's that's very interesting, and I agree with you. It's like uh, a lot of people that I flew with back in the day they don't fly anymore. They either gave it all up or they fly so sporadically. I don't even know that they're out anymore. So it's really nice that you got a community full of people that you're able to get people out and go fly and uh, keep people in the sport. Yeah, it it helps
1: really good. The other thing um, that we have around here is uh, we've been able to be involved in some search and rescue stuff. which is really cool. So we uh we've had a couple of cases with flash floods, that kind of stuff. Um, where guys have been able to go and look. Uh, we had one case where uh an elderly gentleman got his car stuck and then tried to walk home across the desert in the summertime.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And uh yeah, so they they took a helicopter and uh a, a airplane. And 65 people, and they searched for seven days. Um, and then they couldn't find him, and they gave up. Um, the The sheriff's department was gave up with the helicopter, finally opened the airspace for us. And uh, the family had asked us to come out. And we took six pilots. We actually took um, our breakfast flight and hijacked it to go do this. Um, but we took six pilots, and we went for three hours, and we found him. Um, which it was, uh, it was a recovery. Uh, you know, it had been, uh, I think nine days since he had first went missing. Um, but the family was overjoyed. It was awesome to be able to help. And, uh, it, it, it kind of just showed, it spotlighted how effective that we can be for that type of thing. Um, you know, obviously if wind conditions are right and everything,
0: um, but too, too bad you weren't able to get up there with the rest of the rescue. yeah, yeah, early
1: on would have been uh would have been better, but there was i it, it was one of those things where they didn't even know where to start looking at the beginning, so it was a I think they were three days in before they even found his car so hmm.
0: Well, glad that you're able to help out that's that's what it's all about, yeah, we, it really helps. I think that we got uh, some more questions in the super chat.
3: Yeah,
1: Jim. Yeah, Mad Sloper was wondering, what's the best time of year to come fly Tombstone? So um, pretty much any time after September, um, all the way up until about uh, the end of May. So at the start of June, our monsoon season starts and the weather gets a little bit crazy. Um, you may have a nice morning, but uh, an hour later, you'll have these giant rolling thunderstorms coming through and, and huge windstorms. And so uh, June, July, August, September can be uh, not the best for for flying, especially in the evenings. Um, you can still have some pretty decent morning flights, but evenings are completely out. Um, but from, from about the end of uh, September on, um, I would say we probably have, oh, four to five days a week that are flyable. And, uh, yeah, and it, um, you know, like right now we're we're having a little bit of wind because of the, uh, there's a, like a hurricane off of the coast or something like that. But, um, but generally, yeah, morning flights, it's pretty much dead calm, two miles an hour winds. And then in the evenings, the wind will pick up a little bit, six, seven. And, um, right now
0: Oh, you're muted. Did we lose him because I lost, lost his him. audio?
1: Hold on <laughs> it's working.
0: yeah, there okay, we go. hear you now it it kicked off my Bluetooth though that's all right i we hear you really good now.
1: Oh, there we go okay. I back all right, okay, now I can hear you, no echo, um but yeah, in the winter, like right now it's uh it's typically about seventy degrees in the daytime, and then about fifty at night for most of the winter um and then it'll drop down you know we we drop down to about twenty eight at night is the coldest we pretty much ever get um and then it'll be back up you know fifty five degrees in you know, January in the, in the daytime. So, uh, Have you done, have you done
3: flying, do much flying out uh, back East?
1: Um, some, not a, not a whole lot. What's the
3: big difference um, that you notice the, between the two, anything stick um,
1: out? Yeah. So, uh, for instance, like endless foot dragon stuff. Um, a lot of the, the, the back East stuff is, um well most of the time the altitude was way lower so that was made things easier um but man we have landing options like everywhere and you get back there and it's just like miles of trees you're (laughs) like oh crap if i go down it's gonna be do you want to land in (laughs) yeah so here i i mean there's almost always somewhere to land so um it it possibly makes some bad habits because I typically fly about six feet off the ground. Um, and we can see the power lines way better here because if you see a tree, it's probably a power pole. <laughs> so.
0: Interesting. Yeah. What, what's the, what's the coldest that you've flown? I know that it gets cold at night. So what's the coldest you've ever flown?
1: Uh, oh, I've flown down in the twenties. Um, yeah. I think people are crazy that can fly colder than that i my fingers freeze if it gets down below like 45 my fingers are just falling off <laughs> So,
0: well that's because um, you have that's because you have dry heat and dry cold right
1: yeah well and we're uh, like you climatize to it so much um i actually uh, I, I soloed a student at sunset a couple years ago and it was 106 degrees <laughs> and <laughs> and so yeah. So now that was when I lived up by Phoenix. It's quite a bit cooler down where I am. <laughs> and, uh, but the, you climatize so much to it. Um, even coming from Idaho, it, uh, you know, you would through the winter, it's like, Oh, 30 degrees. That's, it's nice. You know, 35, 40 degrees. And then living down here, uh, I don't even, uh, like I have to go in storage to find my coats and uh and then when i do go anywhere else i freeze if it's like everybody else is running around in t-shirts and i'm in a coat and so um you
0: you definitely adapt to it i hear you hey josh can you go back a couple to where you could see the trike on the back of the airplane uh, i'm sorry, not airplane the the car there it is so this is a trike on the back of a car how, how does that work? It's just a hitch carrier. comes uh-huh. uh, It's just a bar that goes in the hitch.
1: Um, normally without the cover, you can see it. But um, it comes out kind of in a T-shape, and then one bar goes to each axle right by, by the tire, and then the other bar comes straight out and attaches around the frame up close to the front tire.
0: Okay, okay. This and then
1: the two straps that you see there just stabilize the whole thing. Okay. And guys, will get really creative. Like for instance, this uh, this one, I custom made the cover with a Velcro slot because if you look right at the front of the trike, he has a set of tail lights uh, that are he he mounted there. Um, well, he had it where he could attach it when he had it on the on the
0: cover. Okay.
1: So I had a slot put in the cover to uh, make that kind of work.
0: That is really cool. I, I have not seen this type of trike configuration before. So knowing that you can put a trike on the back of your vehicle, now that is really cool.
1: Oh, yeah. So there's like this style. Then I also have a rack um, that sits on the bed of a regular pickup. And then it's got a couple of long ramps and you just roll them up. And then th- most of the trikes will, you can stick in the the front wheel in the, in the vehicle and leave the tailgate down and it'll set on the tailgate
0: there. I've seen that a lot, Um, but, you know, me having a a car, you know, I usually break down my trike and put everything in the trunk, but man, if I could just put it all on the back, that's pretty, that's pretty significant. Yeah. It helps
1: a lot not breaking it down. Cause then, you know um, like me personally, I opted for the cargo trailer thing. um, And I love it (laughs) because I, you know, you don't break anything down. Your wings all go up. Uh, but the carrier. The other thing the carrier is awesome for is if you have an engine out somewhere, you know, way out, you can throw that in the back of a truck, take off out there, and it's really easy to pick up and get out of there.
0: So that's that's important. Yeah,
3: Meyer wants to know if that ever hits driveways when you're backing out.
1: That one doesn't. It well, I mean, I guess it could, but if you put it on a small car. Um, you know, like you're a a little low car. Um, Typically you put that, uh, the adapter that goes in the hitch and raises it up like a foot Um, because otherwise it will, the front wheel will drag. Um, But on a truck, it's got enough clearance.
0: Awesome. I definitely would like to, to get something like that uh, when I get a big trike.
3: On your car carrier, not not just yours, but uh, has anyone heard of uh, bending frames? If you've got a not car carrier, paramotor cover. If you're going too fast
1: with a cover on, mm. so uh, yes, on um, only on one brand of paramotor have I had that issue.
3: <laughs> and then again, uh-huh. not, not this isn't a your brand specific. Yes, yeah. any cover.
1: Yeah. So it does catch, um, if you have it on a truck or an SUV or a van or something that that catches that wind, um, It it typically you don't have any kind of problem with it. Um, But if you put it on a small car um, where it's basically the aerodynamics of the car are routing that wind straight into the back of the frame, then Mm -hmm. yeah, it works as a big sail. It puts a lot of pressure on it. Um, There have been... Uh, two cases that I know of of guys bending a, um, I can't remember which model it is, but that the aluminum air conception frame, the, the really, really light one, mm-hmm. um, that it actually
0: tweaked their whole frame. Um,
1: hmm. but, if, it, if it did um, that, I, their
0: gas mileage probably went to, to crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I,
1: but I, I do suggest that if you're not putting um, it behind something where it has something to block all the wind. Not to put the cover on it uh, when you're traveling, um, just because it, it does catch a lot of wind and it puts a lot of strain.
0: Sure. So, so the cover is pretty much when you're like at a fly-in and you cover it just because it's going to be out. And you don't want it full of dew in the morning or something like that.
1: Um, yeah, or rain, dust, all that. It it really helps. I mean, uh, uh, one of the guys, one of the guys that bought one of my covers was at Bad Apples a few years ago when it got completely doused and uh actually i think it might have been woody uh gamertech had one of mine and uh and he took a picture and everybody's like scrambling to get their stuff and he's just got it sitting out there in the rain (laughs) he's like thanks so much this thing's awesome you know um so it's that um or you go to the beach they'll like load up with sand um and it it just protects it so they're not you know perfect they you know Obviously, it's not going to stop it from dropping in a pond, um, but uh, you can definitely use it um, if you've got something blocking a lot of the wind. I know guys that put them on the back of, you know, like your uh, the the conversion vans or motorhomes, that kind of thing. And then it's not getting very much wind to it, and it uh, it does a pretty good job protecting them.
3: Yeah, and the reason I'm saying that when I was new, I uh, I had a I started I had a RAV4 it never had any problems with it but I was kind of given the heads up early on that hey don't just hop on the interstate and do 75 miles an hour you know I mean (laughs) just take it easy and uh, use it to, to do its purpose and that's to protect the paramotor and if that means you need to go slow then go slow or pull over and and let things settle down but uh
1: one of the guys bought one from uh had called to order a new one and uh he's like yeah I, I love your cover but uh i i have a problem with it i need to order a new one and i go well you know it's trying to find out if it's a warranty thing i said well you know what's wrong with the cover and he goes oh no i i got a big burn hole in it and and i'm like how did you get a burn hole and it uh, turned out he had um not strap the paramotor down properly on the hitch carrier and it fell off oh. face first on and he drug it down the road for a ways and uh obviously ate through um it actually the the frame the way that it drug it didn't do a whole lot so um it protected it, his motor. He, like the whole face of the the paramotor cover off and then it scraped it up pretty good and i think he had to replace a couple of parts but it wasn't a total loss
0: well, that's but, uh, good. Your your cover <laughs> protected it. Uh, I, that I don't yet? think the cover probably helped it a whole lot. <laughs> dragging across the pavement. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. So. It's almost eight o'clock where we're going to do another spinning wheel of Winnie things and go into our after show, which we're going to be giving away a lot more stuff. So definitely hang on guys. We're going to be spinning the wheel, but before then, uh, John, it's hard to see. I don't know if you got a light. Yeah. I, there you go. Awesome. I I just noticed that I looked down and it's really dark. (laughs) So one of the things that uh, you're doing also is you're running for the secretary of the USPPA, correct? Yes, that is correct. So can you tell us a little bit about that, what that entails, and how in the world do we vote for something like that?
1: So you can vote on the USPPA website if you are a member. It's um, You just go onto the, the website, um, usppa.org. There's a little tab up in the top right corner that says vote. Um, on my screen, it's covered up by uh, a very handsome man in a stay bad hat. But it's, uh, scroll down. Um, there's the there's two positions right now. That is um, the treasurer and the secretary. I'm running for secretary. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I'm just really you know wanting to help out with it. Um, Noah and uh, the crew that's there, Alexis and stuff. They're doing a very great job building it and, um, making it much more user-friendly even for instructors. Um, the, the new way they're doing testing and stuff is really great. Um, you know, before we were having to do all this paper test stuff, um, and then, you know, try to submit it all. Now that's all electronic. It's very easy. And it's, uh, it creates a good standardized system for training. Um, they're doing a lot of training aids, that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, yeah, I just want to be involved in in helping the community to grow and and to to get to a place i think I think eventually the government's probably going to regulate us similar to how they did with the sport pilot license thing. um It may be a waste down the road, but I think the more we can kind of uh self regulate and um not to to try to take the fun out of things but to be responsible with it. And make sure that the the new pilots coming up do have a good uh, uh, knowledge of of airspace and where we can fly and where we can't fly in Part one hundred three and that kind of stuff. Um, the longer we push out the the restrictions on it, and the more freedom we have, and I, I that's kind of the goal of the USPBA. I spent a lot of time talking with uh, the people in charge there of, you know, kind of what they're looking forward to, and and that's to to basically make the new groups coming up to be um more knowledgeable than than we were coming into it and and to make that you know easier to understand um everything from airspace to weather to you know not ground starting your motor um the uh for instance like um i learned from mo sheldon and he he started in 96 i think and there's only a Few pilots around that are still there um, that were were flying when he started, and uh, you know if you look at videos and stuff from that time, everybody was ground starting. There was um, there was a, a good percentage of people with water deaths because you know they they didn't have flotation out. They didn't have good practices as far as you know flying around water. I mean, combined with the fact that the wings and the motors were pretty terrible. Um, torque was horrible, and that's all. That's all improved. But the as the gear improves, the more we can improve. You know, training and and um, you know, making sure people have the right information going into it. Um, I think the better off the sport will be moving mm-hmm. forward.
0: Um, what was that about the sports pilot things that uh, the FAA got involved with? That you think? Yeah. Like- so so for happen? like
1: your your hang glider trikes, um, all of your other you know uh ultralights that are not part 103 that used to be a very i mean ultralights were pretty much you you get it and go and it got huge during you know the late 80s early 90s and then they they started having a lot of people crashing a lot of public stuff um big problems and that caused regulation to step in um and to where we net you know if you're going to fly uh your power parachutes your um basically over anything over two hundred and fifty four pounds you have to have a sport pilot license and uh and so I think eventually um as the sport grows, there will be some type of regulation that's going to try to control that all it takes is you know one idiot deciding to land on the white house lawn or something, and uh you know the the backlash from it's going to to cause stuff. Um, I hope that's a long ways in the future, um, but I think the more that we self-regulate, the better it is um, to a degree. I mean, obviously, I'm not, uh, I'm not for like, oh, let's police the world out here. The, the thing I love the most about paramotor is the freedom to it, I, I, and because of that, the, the cost um, compared to every other kind of aviation. You know, not having to have an A&P do annuals on your rig, being able to work on your own stuff, it saves you it, it's basically the only reason I can afford to fly or have a school. Um yeah. and so I would like to maintain that as long as we possibly can. Um the the idea of, you know, um I see people go fly over the pyramids or or Iceland or or here, I can go um, you know fly around areas where Geronimo lived that it's so incredible. I can fly through the canyons there and, uh, on the whole completely free, like not, uh, totally unregulated. Um, you know, I could drop down and skim above the water dangerous as it may be. Um, and I, I don't want to see that go. I think the USPPA is trying very hard to establish good enough training, um, methods and standards to make that go out longer. I know that there have been, you know, there's always people that would like to see it become more and more regulated that kind of look at that opinion of, um, I, I I kind of look at things as I, I come from rodeo and, uh, every rodeo I've ever been to has had an ambulance parked outside the gate, sometimes two. And a lot of times they were used by the end of the night and some people see that it's completely you know idiotic why would you want to take these risks you shouldn't be allowed to um, you know strapping yourself to a couple thousand pound bull is if you're using common sense pretty dumb i would it, um, but it's also a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. so fun to watch it's fun to watch, know, it's <laughs> it's it's fun, like to watch. fun to watch cuz i'm not going to do it
2: rodeo rodeo
1: yeah it, It's one of the kind of funny things um, coming into the paramotor stuff and and fly-ins, and um, I actually had a a conversation with uh, Carson at Endless Foot Drag, because he kind of comes from horses and and that that lifestyle, and he's like, you know, like everybody's very, uh, and you should be to some degree, but like so safety conscious that they're like, you know, you can't do anything, and he's like, man, I can't even get her doing this. This thing's going way too slow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, and and it is a, a good point. I mean, you come from motocross and stuff like that, and you're you're doing 80 and not 25. And so uh, I I have a lot of people that are like, well, on on my trike I don't have, you know, you can get into the whole argument of it. I don't have a reserve on my trike. Um, it's not that I think reserves are bad. It's just that I normally have to climb to clear barbed wire fences or power lines. And so a reserve is pretty much something I can throw at a tree in front of me (laughs) and, uh, and hope it softens the landing a little bit. I, I very, very, very rarely fly over, you know, 200 feet, um,
0: Well, when it comes to reserve, it's just like anything else in our sport. It's risk versus reward. You don't have to have a reserve. You don't have to have have flotation. You know, there's a lot of things that we don't have to have. So, I mean, if you don't want to, you don't have to explain yourself. You know, if you don't fly with a reserve, you don't. But if you end up at 200 feet and that canopy or or your A-line snap for some reason, you know, you got plenty of time to throw a reserve and land safely. Oh, yeah.
1: And, and I, you know, I'm very much, if you are going to be, especially if you're going to be doing any kind of, you know, aerobatics or flying, you know, mountain flying, flying during the middle of the day, absolutely carry a reserve. It's crazy not to. Uh, a, front
0: um, mount, the, a front mount, you know, you can front mount yeah. that on anything. You can put it on your trike. You can put it on a foot launch. You go to free flying, can put you know, use it for free, free flying. So I got one that I use for everything. And it's very, very convenient. Yeah. Uh, it is 7 after 8, so we're going to be uh, rolling into our after show. We do got the Spinny Wheel of Winnie Things that people are like, come on, guys, hurry up with the Spinny Wheel of Winnie Things. Um, we'll fly. We got a lot of uh, – we got everybody in the Spinny Wheel of Winnie Things to spin. I hope.
2: And we're muted, Will.
0: You're muted. You we also got only 25 likes. We got 40 something people watching. So make sure you smash that thumbs up if you would, please. That definitely helps our, ma- our metrics.
3: Yeah, I've got, I missed, uh, I missed one on the first spin. So I don't know if I should add his name twice. Mr. Dana, I'm very sorry. Oh, there go.
0: So- no, that's oh. why we say make sure you tag Will and say hi so we can he see. He
3: did. It was my bad. My <gasps> bad. Will's
0: bad. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Add him not. twice.
3: Bad. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So I added him twice just to make up. Okay. <clears throat> you want to spin now or you want to wait? What do you well,
0: let's do? go ahead and spin now and spin at 8 30. And then we'll, uh, I think that will be the last of our spins. So let's go ahead and uh, spin four a vortex arrow awesome mug it's a travel mug not only does it uh have one two three four pieces uh, you can drink your coffee out of it and it has a top part that you can actually put on the top two and an anti-skid mug that you can take on and off depending on your uh your car or your flying situation because hey you can actually take this flying i'm gonna have to take this flying with some hot coffee up there
3: I actually just got one of those, um, the day before yesterday, it's pretty cool. I like it.
0: They are really, really solid. They're not like a cheap thing that you, you know, you most, most of the time you think, okay, I'm going to get something free. So it's cheap. This is, I would spend 30 bucks on it, you know, without even, you know, blinking an eye, it's like, that's 30 bucks worth right there. Um, especially with the way that the price has gone up. Yeah. It's definitely 30, bucks now. Um, anyway if you haven't done so already go to paramotorarkansas.com make yourself a um um account account there you go that big word yeah account make yourself an account and we're going to be giving away really awesome gift cards and other things on that site so make sure that you have an account because sporadically we go through the new accounts and we just send off new gift cards so if you are on there you might get a free gift card so make sure you sign up and get a gift card and this is what we're going to give away right now we're going to give away a 10 gift card and we're going to be adding in a lot of stuff to this site we it just went live on the Today, we've been beta testing it for a while, but um, yeah, this is going to be really good. We're going to have all sorts of cool stuff. So $10 gift card to ParamountArkansas.com okay. and Vortex Arrow Travel Mug. What should we do first?
3: Hmm, wow. That's a good question.
0: How about this? When you win on the first round, you pick $10 gift card or a Vortex Arrow Travel Mug.
3: Can I spend the $10 gift card for anything?
0: Anything. Really?
3: That's a tough choice because I like that cup too.
2: Okay.
0: I thought you said you already got a cup. I did. I like it. <laughs> you want another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.
3: Oh, man. All right. So I'm going to add David Rainey and that'll be wheel closed. Okay. Until the next spin. Is that is that okay?
0: That sounds good. All right, and it's whoever wins
3: lucky,
0: Whoever yeah, wins, you, David. whoever wins this one, win, you get to pick. I, I did grease it really well. A travel mug or a gift it's card. Good. Yep.
1: And Here if you want to and if
0: you want to hold on to that gift card, we're gonna be doing some really good Black Friday deals too in the future. That's cool. Well you really did grease it, didn't you? I told you, man. That's that's good. I like I like it when it's greased. Looks
2: good. Looks good. Good shot.
0: And definitely want to thank Will Fly. He puts a lot of time in the background and uh, makes the spinny wheel of winner winning things a reality. Not Michael Jasper. Okay. Yeah, man, welcome. You are a winner. So, congratulations. Um, let us know, Michael. Do you want hey. a travel mug or a gift card? And if you don't answer in the next, Sixty seconds. We assume that you don't want it, and we'll spin. We'll spin it again.
3: Did
2: I? And say there's it?
0: a
3: sixty-second lag.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> sixty seconds. I hope the that lag. you're watching. He's stressing out now. <laughs> I hope that you're saying something like, "Hey, I win. I want the whatever." Anybody? Anybody? Anything? so i don't see michael saying anything michael if you're out there definitely say yay i won and i want the travel mug or a gift card so let's go ahead and spin it again oh man
1: is it gonna happen He probably pinched a nerve. He's trying to type with his nose.
0: No, that's okay. That's okay. It's like like he he Michael still gets the first one. So if as soon as he oh actually if you at Michael, you'll see if he's there or not. At in the chat. So if you add Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, Michael Jasper. Okay. Right, Michael Jasper?
2: Michael Jasper.
0: Going once. So Uh you must Say that you won, that you want something. Yeah. Something in the super chat. Just say, hey, you know, I'm here. All right. So let's go ahead and spin it again for the second one. And that way we can see who who wins. So Michael will have the first pick. And whoever wins on this one gets a second pick. Unless Michael doesn't say anything after the spin, then whoever sure. wins here can if pick.
3: Michael wins again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. What?
2: <laughs> it looks like, oh, you did win. Eric, congratulations. Eric
3: Owens.
2: Congratulations.
0: And I don't think, loud, uh,
3: I don't think that, um, Michael is with us anymore.
0: Michael, are you not with us anymore? <laughs> well, Michael, if, um,
2: he's there, if, but he's not.
0: Michael, uh, don't worry. Uh, we will send you something out. Um, just text me five zero one seven, four, seven, three, five, five, eight. We'll get you something. So don't worry about that. So, um, Eric Owens, now you get to pick. Do you want a travel mug or a $10 gift card? And let's go ahead and spin again because there's two things that we're going to give away a $10 gift card or the Vortex Arrow travel mug. All right. Brought to you today by VortexArrow.com.
2: Oh, so excited.
0: Yeah, he was definitely nice enough to give us a bunch of them to give away, so we yeah. definitely thank Vortex Arrow, Todd Scott.
2: Thanks, Joshua, for being the video man tonight.
0: Oh, yeah, of course,
2: appreciate you. Oh, it's gonna be funny. let's see, oh, oh. Brian.
0: Franz.
2: All right, congratulations, Brian.
0: All right, guys, Eric, Brian. Michael, what was Michael's last name or on his thing? Michael what?
3: It was Michael Jasper.
0: Jasper. So Michael Jasper, Eric Owens, Brian Franz, uh, go to uh, paramotorarkansas.com, create an account, and that's how we will get you your your stuff. So um, anybody in the, uh, do they say anything in the super chat yet? Eric, Brian, or Michael? Yeah,
3: Eric. I know you're there, man. I know you can hear me. Eric, What do you want? Do you want the uh, cup or do you want the $10 um, gift card from Paramotor Arkansas? Okay.
0: So Eric gets the first choice of travel mug or gift card. And then Brian gets whatever's next. But I already see Brian said something in there. Can I have the mug, please? Well, if Eric says he wants the gift card, then you get the mug. Eric, it's up to you, bud. What do you want? Like
2: box number
0: one. Hey, and do we want? To, number two. We want to give away another ten dollar gift card for fun. I like to give away ten dollar gift cards. It's now, right good. now, right now, the shop is not full of awesome stuff. So hold on to that gift card because when we start putting out throttles, harnesses, helmets. And all that other stuff. Very cool. Eric Owen. Sorry, I took a phone call and it wasn't live. Okay, Eric, what do you want? You want the travel mug? Had to fast forward. Okay, just let us know travel mug or gift card. And that oh. way, Brian will get whatever's left. Actually, let's go ahead and spend again for another $10 gift card for somebody else. While we're trying to figure out what Eric wants.
3: That's mighty nice of you, Sean
2: i
0: know this is so fun also if you are listening to this and it's not live do me a favor go to paramotorarkansas.com create an account text me 501-747-3558 say that you were not here live you're on the Memorex. You heard it. You texted me. You made the account. Oh, Deweese. Nice. Oh, <laughs> again. <All right. laughs> Two-time
1: winner.
3: Yeah, look who... Look, Mr. Dana, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you almost had it, dude. Congratulations, Deweese.
2: Deweese Wait, the something. Eric said he'd take the $10 gift card.
0: Okay. Eric said what... Ten dollar gift card. Ten dollar gift card. Now I have the uh, um, the uh, what do you call it? Not the authority, but the whatever. That if I want to give you a twenty dollar gift card, I can do that instead of ten.
2: Prerogative.
0: I, I can prerogative. See, thank you. All these words that Grandpa <laughs> forgets because it's late at night. I can give you more if I want to. It's okay. Um, at least you know how to find a link. I know how so. to find the link. That, that's what I know <laughs> how to do. So Brian gets the uh, cup then, the Vortex Arrow mug. Yep. Travel mug. Brian gets the travel mug. Deweis gets a ten dollar gift card. So and a hat and a magnet. Oh she won she won yours. Yep. Yes. Jeez. All right. Yeah, no on, it home. Do we go to one winner per 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 show, okay? Oh. So so <laughs> since Duce since you won the um the hat and throttle and another $10 gift card, how about we take all the winners off and spend for another $10 gift card?
3: Okay. That sounds fair.
0: Yeah, just yeah. because, you know, I mean, I don't want somebody to go, "Man,
3: all right. So we're the winners. We I yeah. know
0: it was Eric. Yeah, we Michael Jasper, Michael, like I said, Michael, if, if you um, would just uh, go to Paramount Arkansas. Oh, you were
1: right there. Dewey. you were already there.
0: <laughs> Make yourself an account and then text me 501-747-3558. Let me know that you stepped away, but you did win something and I will send you something out.
3: Okay, Brian. Okay, so Deweese.
0: Right there.
3: Okay. And...
0: Michael
1: Jasper.
3: Did I pass him?
1: Two more yeah. down, right there. Oh, too far.
3: Boop. Where? Oh, there he is. There right there.
0: I know they blend in all the names. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. there was a Brian Franz.
1: Oh, oh, you yeah. already, it was up higher.
0: There it is. I see him. Well, all these and All right. I all think right. that's it. Okay. So we're going to spin again for another $10 gift card for Paramount Arkansas. Like I said, hold on to them. I'll make sure that they never expire. We got uh, uh, Black Friday is going to come up, and we're going to have all sorts of good deals. And these cards can be used on any deal that's out there.
3: Right on. Tell me when, Sean. Are uh, they stackable?
0: Um, I don't know right now if the store will stack. Um, I don't see why not. But Mr. Dana says
3: to take his name off the second. Name. Oh, I do have him on there twice. OK, I will do that. All right, but he's still there. All
2: and right, once
0: again, me. if you make an account over at ParamountArkansas.com, I will go through new people that signed up tonight. And hand out some gift cards. So it'd behoove you, just for fun. make That's account. a funny word. Who? Behoove.
3: <laughs> it's one of them funny words, you know.
0: Say when. When. All right. <laughs> do <this> thing. Yeah. <laughs> the suspense
2: is killing me.
0: I love doing this. I'm glad that we... Are going to be able to do this a lot more um and uh, also too let me know what you want to see on our paramotor arkansas shop we can put pretty much anything you want on there um we got a lot of good things good that deal. who we got oh david really
3: close it's going to be right on the line
0: oh my goodness
3: or PPGs. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness Yay. that's awesome aurora ppg <laughs>
2: congratulations
3: you know I know what I'm gonna get you for christmas sean um a gift card holder a gift card from uh
0: uh paramotor arkansas <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know if uh if they're transferable or not so that' be that'd be interesting I mean, like I said, we just went live with the with the dot com but we've been uh running into the background with beta testers so um I think it's good enough now to uh to start loading it up with a lot of cool things yeah i guess i mean yeah send me a ten dollar gift card right yeah man um if they are transferable and i'll find out here in a little bit once i check them out um mail them out to your friends if you don't want them or a student that you know that might need something you know we'll try to hook everybody up all right so it is eight twenty-three. this is officially the after show we gave away a bunch of stuff make sure you hit those thumbs up if you haven't done so already we definitely appreciate that um we're talking with john john allen from windpirateppg.com uh, really amazing guy i've been talking about uh, how he bought 40 acres out in uh, the desert and started up his own paramotor flight school which is awesome he flies trikes he flies foot launch and he goes on really incredible xcs so let's hear more from john if you guys have any questions make sure you say hi in the super chat and ask the questions anybody on the panel have any questions make sure you say something now or forever hold your peace now you can always talk i don't care <laughs> <laughs> so john anything else cool that we uh that we should know about you or know about your school or anything like that um I... and if not how about you uh, tell us your dot coms again real quick for people that may have forgot or just tuned in
1: okay yeah it's uh windpirate ppg that's wind pirate ppg.com and then um i have instagram it'll be down there under wind pirate uh tiktok facebook uh, i think it made me go wind pirate ppg gear on the facebook page And then, uh, yeah, it's uh, just good stuff out here. Arizona, make sure you guys put it on the calendar, come out to the circus um, or salt and sea or something to get out here when it's nice in February and um, when it's sunny here and it's cold and snowy and rainy everywhere else. Um, That's kind of the, The best part about here is we have uh, summer and then we have uh, more summer, so not really a winter thing. It just uh, melts you in June and July, (laughs) so uh, you can get out of the snow and come check out historic Arizona and uh, see a cactus and go do some flying and uh just because you see a cactus it uh, doesn't mean there's a cow skull laying underneath it and people dying every few feet <laughs> so contrary to every movie or cartoon you might have ever seen oh. and uh i'm down in the bottom part of the state so it's not quite as hot as it is up in phoenix where it's uh, miserable in the summer and wonderful in the winter um, and it's more green down here. So it's not like Arkansas levels of green, but it's, it's a little nicer. Right on. Tons of history, tons of mines, caves, mining tours, all that kind of stuff around, um, you know. It's uh, a lot of stuff to do in the winter. Good place yeah. to get away from.
3: Yeah. Avery Fly wants to know what your favorite wing is. Do you have one?
1: So it depends on what you're doing is, uh, my, thing. So, um, for cross country, um, I am a big fan of the ITV Piper. It is a great cross country wing and I, I like it because of the speed. It's, it's still a good, solid, stable wing. Um, the other cross country wing that I really like is the, uh, Nivea cubic. And, uh, it's, little the the cubic isn't as spicy it's a little more like toward a beginner wing um so a lower hour pilot could fly a cubic pretty easy but it has an amazing trim range it's got a 16 mile an hour trim range just in the trims no speed bar wow and so that's kind of huge flying a trike because as you can imagine speed bars on a trike are a pain in the butt it's like totally not even worth it. You gotta like strap them up. It's it's really a pain. Um, so mostly we don't run speed bar on the trikes. You can, um, it's just usually don't. Um, for a beginner wing, I am a big fan of Magperra Chargers and the ITV Bajas. Um, I recently had a class though with a guy with a a uh, Ozone Spider, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not normally a huge fan of Ozone, just, I don't know, maybe because um, they were so hyped that I, you know, the Irish in me wants to rebel against something. (laughs) But (laughs) but that wing, it was so insanely light um, that it's like having a cheat code to launch. Um, (laughs) I worry about it where I am because everything out here has you know, stickers and thorns and all that. And so durability is kind of a big thing for me. Um, But outside of that, it was really amazing. And so, you know, that's for for your cross-country style wings. Um, There are, if you're going to do acro and stuff like that, they're probably not the best wing for you. Um, You know, then you have your free rides and your uh, gin falcons and that kind of stuff that are great for that. Um, But I primarily fly cross country. Um, I like something that I can turn the brakes loose and it doesn't start oscillating. And I can put my hands in my pockets if it's cold or I can, you know, worry about something else um, and fly for a while hands off. And so I typically go either a B wing or a low C wing, um, you know, something like a Piper, MacPara Colorado um, and stay kind of along that line of wings um but there's a lot of good wings out now um you know the technology's come so far that anything that's the last five years for the most part um most of your major brands have really nice wings and uh so yeah that's that's kind of my personal favorites though um and for the style of flying I do
3: You'd mentioned the uh, trims, and I, I was talking to someone not too long ago about trim, the trim range, and how it, it kind of doesn't it kind of make the speed bar irrelevant to a certain degree. I mean, um, you've got well, such a wide speed a trim range that I mean, I guess competition flying it would make make a difference, but.
1: Yeah, so speed bars, uh, I mean, it, really, if you look at a lot of the free flight guys, they use a speed bar more like a gas pedal, you know, where you just push it and jump into a thermal or, or you know, get over into that ridge lift or whatever, and and they're on and off of it all the time, um, where mostly with the motor stuff, we tend to, like, slam it to the, you know, floor it and hold it there, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're flying around and um, looking kind of goofy with your legs sticking straight out um so the trims do make a huge difference um for foot launch uh i know a lot of the guys love the fact that you can get off of the speed bar really fast and if you're doing the acro type stuff then it's it's really nice because you know you can add power when you need it and you're not you're still you know working with your tip steering or depending on your wig uh tip steering or brakes or or whatever um but I, for for cross-country
3: stuff like like when they're doing like slalom
1: and, or uh, competition flying on the speed yeah bar. Or, yeah or even just your regular you know acro um where they're needing to add speed in certain places and then get back out of it um i don't do that for one, I would get motion sickness really, really fast. So anything over a wing over, I'm I'm kind of out. Um, I I love flying, you know, right along the ground and top of the trees, and probably a higher risk profile than than most acro stuff is. Um, to be honest, because you know those guys are doing it at five thousand feet, not three. <laughs> so. Um, Typically, if I have an engine out, I'm like, "Oh crap! I got about three choices within ten feet to land." <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, it it it's so you know, saying, "Well, what's the best wing?" You know, uh, we we were mentioned right before the we went live um, that uh, Sean, you said you own a Prius or owned a Prius, one of the two. Mm.
2: Um,
1: that's great if you're needing gas mileage and you're needing to travel and stuff, I've got a three quarter ton pickup because I pull trailers all the time. Um, so it depends on what you're wanting to do, your style of flight. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just because somebody, you know, that's maybe a a personality says, Oh, this is the best wing. I love this wing. If they don't fly your style of wing, it may not work for you well at all. And, um, With the trikes, for instance, um, I fly a lot of wings. I fly a bigger size wing than a lot of people do because I fly a lot of, you know, I'm at 3,500 feet here uh, above sea level and I fly a lot at, you know, 4,500, 5,000, 6,000 feet above sea level where I'm taking off. Mm -hmm. And to me, I would rather have um, the short takeoff and landing than I would have the cross country speed. Um, That's why the trim range is great for me. Um, but if you live at the coast, yeah, you can drop down and fly a much smaller wing and and do great with it. So, um, you know, wings are like pants; they they fit everybody a little different. So it's not a one size fits all thing.
3: Yeah, and you kind of want what you don't have is what it you know because I mean I get the wing that I fly now I get I get decent uh, fuel economy with it and uh, but I want to go a little faster you know. But then yeah, if I want to go a little faster, I'm gonna get a wing that's a little smaller, and then my account my fuel economy is gonna suffer for it. So yeah.
1: or you can change up the type of wing you fly and go faster. And it's not a bad idea to develop a quiver of wings. So I usually have a more you know advanced wing, um, kind of in that C range, and then I'll I keep a, a low B or an A wing in the trailer. And uh sometimes I'm like, oh man, it is really trashy out there today. So I'm going to jump back and fly a, a, charger or a Baja or, you know, something like that. And, uh, you know, this beginner wing cause I want it to, to be a brick wall up there and not move. That's a good point. And, uh, yeah. Especially if you're flying areas that are, um, not conducive to landing, <laughs> you know, if you're flying a lot of really rough terrain places that, uh, you know, if you do go down, it, it needs to be a spot land. And, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, if you're going down and brush and that kind of stuff. All so, right.
0: and if your dogs say it's rough, you better not do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you know what they
3: call that? <laughs> I just learned the other day what they call that. But um bump. Whatever, what? you know, the drum. Is it a Rimshaw? Anyone ever heard of that? Rimshaw?
0: I know there's a name for it, but I don't know what it is.
3: Yeah. Well, anyways, just a little you, extra. You see
0: you, you see Linda without her glasses, right? You know what that means, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Time to do a thumbnail. Oh, is that what it is? Eric, I'm
3: like man. I'm, I like I'm
0: still I still got my screen. still noticed. All right. Big thumbnail.
2: I'm good. <laughs> all
3: right. Okay. Not that one okay let's see i gotta get one two three
0: we got it sweet
2: Your awesome sauce
0: awesome sauce hey speaking about <laughs> awesome sauce um rim Gio... shot
3: avery says it's room shot
0: okay that's that's good
3: sorry Sean, about excited about
0: no baby. no 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 i'm, I'm <laughs> glad that we figured it out because hey you know we always learn something on the show right yeah um, we we learned that jim uh he has a printing company called care pp so we got him careppg.com for his youtube so he has careppg.com for that um we got uh, will fly so we, will flies uh, and he puts out amazing content so Uh, To be able to make it to where we can see his YouTube channel We went and we got him willflyppg.com So if you go to willflyppg.com it goes straight to his YouTube channel So if you don't have a lot of people that have subscribed to your YouTube channel Getting a .com that forwards to it makes it a whole lot easier Like if you don't know how to get to my YouTube channel I'll tell you what just go to iflyparamotors.com And guess what it forwards over to my YouTube Linda, she helps us out with the PR, and she helps book people on the show. So we got her paramomusa.com. So if you want to go to her Facebook page, you go to you uh, uh, uh you go to paramomusa.com. And it goes over there. Now, now here we have Joshua. He's a new guy in the house. He uh, he has proven that he wants to be on the panel, and he's been here before his show, during a show, after a show. He's always here, even when he only had one eye, right? yep when you had, only had one eye you were here so from this moment on if you go to paramotorguide.com it forwards over to joshua's youtube page paramotorguide.com now send that. that one out to your peeps paramotor appreciate that dang
3: <laughs> man you got a good one yep yeah, that is cool
2: so I got a question.
3: There's um
1: you you have Mac Para chargers, you have Mac Para um, Colorados. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you've flown both of them. Yes. What uh, differences do you find between the two? Um pretty big, actually. So the, the charger um so MacPro kind of has their, their very docile a wing, which is the Muse. Um, the Charger is a, a very small step up from that, so it's a wing that you can teach on, um, but you can you can fly it from a beginner up to you know a hundred hours. It's a it's just a good solid wing. Um, with that, it it has tip steering, but it doesn't have like two D steering. Um, you can tie it in as an option. They won't you know, uh, do that for you. Um, but it is, it's is—it's made to be a, a solid beginner to intermediate wing. Um, so because of that, the brake pressure is pretty heavy. You know, um, you've got to really crank on the brakes to to get it to, to turn up sideways. Um, the Colorado is a pretty good step up. It's got 2D steering and it carves. Um, I don't know really another way to describe it other than, you know, if you, um, if you ever ski or um, wakeboard or anything like that, uh, you get on really good glass water where the skis just kind of dig in and cut and you can feel it, you know, through your whole body, that G force kind of carves down in there and your more advanced wings like the Piper or the, Colorado they they grab the air a lot better and and you have like three inches of brake travel in a Colorado to do what 12 inches does in a charger um which means if you're a beginner and you jump on a Colorado you can get yourself in a lot of trouble if you overcorrect um you know it's just a it's you're going from a Toyota sedan to um you know a, a pretty active sports car um because of that they're a little harder to launch you're coming in to land a little faster so um you know they're they're more efficient so you you got to burn that energy off um so a colorado is definitely something to graduate into um where a charger is very much a beginner wing and it's uh but i like it because it's um for instance i've had a uh Dudek Universal is to a degree just because it has so much trim range, um, but like the, uh, what's the the Ozone beginner wing? I'm drawing a blank here. The oh, Mojo. The Mojo. It is. It's a beginner wing, and to, you're probably going to be bored at 25 hours. Um, it's kind of biggest really cool feature is I don't think it's possible to overshoot yourself with a Mojo because it needs so much A's on launch. Um, but it, it really, like, you can hang on the A's and, and launch. So it's very forgiving in that way and very stable. But it's made to be an entry, you know, A-level, um, and then graduate out of it pretty fast. The charger's a little bit more active than that. So it, uh, it you can advance on it a little farther, um, but you're going to spend a little bit more time learning how to kite it um what about uh going from the charger to the piper uh yeah you could step to it pretty easy because the piper is a cross-country profile um so the piper the biggest a- adjustment you're going to get is a the piper is a fast wing um so for instance um one of the guys i fly with in idaho has a 25 meter piper uh he flies with a guy that is on a Ooh, i would he was on a warp, and then he went to a free ride, and I think he's flying something else now. Uh, Chris Mackin, and it's like a 16 meter. And if he's not on speed bar, the Piper will keep up with it trimmed out. Um, so it's a very fast cross country wing, but because of that, it's it's a solid wing. So you can go from like a Charger to a Piper pretty steadily because it's a, it's a very stable wing in turbulent air. Um, so you're not going to get that responsiveness, if you're, if what you're wanting to do is, you know, get into your wingovers and spiral dives and, you know, really turn up on end. um, That's where your free ride and that kind of class of wings really shines um, is you think about turning and you're there. Um, The cross country wings, like a Piper, a Colorado, um, cubic they are they're not going to be as responsive um but it's on purpose to make them a little more stable um and that's why you can stow your brakes and and i I know it got a bad rap because of test stuff but the nivea um that cougar three uh that they had some issues with when it first came out where you could extend the trims all the way out push the speed bar and it would push too far um and cause a collapse they fixed that And that wing is very, um, it kind of sits right up there in a a C wing, it's it's a very fun wing to fly and it's it's a stable wing. Um, It was one of those, they basically tried to make the fastest wing of its class and they did, but if you pushed it to its outer edges, um, you could push it too far, it allowed you to. And so they had to go in and redesign the trimmers. Um, Unfortunately, Um, Partly due to being uh, Spanish and partly due to um, the, partly the language barrier and partly just, uh, I think, pride. Um, The PR results off of it with with Tucker and stuff like that were pretty terrible uh, when those issues did come up. Um, they, They fixed the problem, but the responses came across really bad. And uh, as a dealer, we dealt with it kind of on the backside, and they um, they explained theirself and made it much better. Um, but it was, you know, they kind of explained theirself privately, and we're like, oh, no, we didn't mean that. You know, we meant it this way, but it it was, you know, too little, too late kind of thing. And uh, so it, it gave the wing kind of a bad rap right off the bat because of uh, Tucker, and there was another guy that was flying at Salton Sea uh one of the team fly halo guys that actually pushed his pretty hard and it it uh had a frontal. So um but yeah it's the cross country profile wings are not going to be as active and responsive as um you know your your acro wings and your really you know slalom racing wings and that kind of stuff. Um, but they will be more stable in the turbulent air and 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 less hands-on flying in smooth air. Um, I know the free ride is has a tendency to uh, if you stow the brakes to try to put on a set of gloves, you're you're getting up pretty far in the oscillations by the time you get them back in your hands. Um, now, obviously, with practice and experience, you can offset that, um, but it does it, and so. Uh, when you run more of a cross-country wing, you can stow those brakes. Um, obviously, I'm not advocating that for uh, liability purposes. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's okay to ever stow, stow your brakes when you're flying. Um, but you can go hands-off and relax a lot more, and they will fly straight and level. And uh, so it, it's, it's all trade-offs. You know, fly with a small wing, you go faster in the air. Fly with a big wing, you're going to land shorter. Be floatier, you know. Um, as long as you stay within your your weight ranges where it's safe, um, get a wing that suits your flying, uh, your style, and stay within your skill set. Um, you know, I I think pushing boundaries is a great thing in our sport. Um, we actually had a discussion about this the other day on the chat because I um, I brought it up. I I love to have the discussion about it, but Pushing boundaries is great, but I think as, especially as new pilots coming in, our sport is, uh, it's very easy to push boundaries very fast and far uh, when you're new. Um, a lot of times, you know, coming from dirt biking and stuff like that, uh, when you're new, if you try to push past your, your skill level, you tend to just wreck, 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 wreck you know, and it kind of holds you back. Um, where in this sport you can push pretty far uh, before you get a correction, and then it can be very drastic. So you can push your personal boundaries, but but you know just never push off of somebody else's boundaries. Um, because you can start flying, you can have the same amount of hours as somebody else. You can have the same amount of time in the air, and. People pick it up differently. Some people have a knack for it and, you know, they can, um, for instance, um, I don't know if you guys knew Dustin, um, oh, um, <laughs> I just drew a blank on his last name. Uh, the, the street bike racer that, that died a couple years ago. Um, he, he was flying, he learned in November Apgar, yeah. yeah.
2: He
1: uh, he learned in November and he had 400 hours on by April. Um, yeah, and and advanced insanely fast was probably one of the most just naturally talented people when it came to paramotor. Um, just you know, he was one of those guys that like saw somebody do something once and could do it. And um, but he pushed the boundaries on the edge of the envelope all the time. It was how he lived his life completely. I mean, the guy rode, um, he rode for Evil Knievel's like a uh, uh, tour group that went around right. and uh, trick riding and, and did helmet drags on super bikes, going around the track doing 200 miles an hour. Uh, he just was the guy that pushed the envelopes and uh, it, it caught up with him on a paramotor, um, actually at our field uh, with several of us there. Um, and it was it was very, you know, it was hard to take and it, it was brutal and sad, but it was also something that, you know, when you push the very, very edges and you accelerate your boundaries really fast, uh, that correction will come. It's just a matter of how strong it is. Um, actually, I think uh, Chris Santacroce put out a video about corrections A couple of years ago, that was just um, really spot on about, you know, you will have, uh, you know, usually at I think 35 to 50 hours, you usually get your first correction um, around 100, 150 hours. You're going to have another one. And uh, it may be a blown launch that, you know, tears up your wing. It may be something that just scares the crap out of you. And you're like, oh, I need to slow down Uh, or it could be an injury. And the the goal is to try to keep those boundaries to a place where when the correction comes, you're prepared for it. And you're you're within the levels enough that it isn't um, either causing a lot of injury or fatal.
3: Man, you could not have said that any better. I mean, that was just like spot on. Yeah, I was talking to a friend today and uh, he pushes the limit you know, I mean, he's, he's a pretty low time pilot and he's just always pushing. And I'm like, man, there's no rush. There's no reason to, to push things like that. I mean, all the, the acro or whatever it is, that stuff will come. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's
1: kind of There's Some things you can do to mitigate the risk. If you, if you are going to push the limit, because some people's personality is just to push that limit, you know, um, and and try to rush it, but if you are you know get a reserve and push it high, go up high, get room to to recover if you do get a correction at pushing that limit you know don't start your wing overs getting you know over the top of the that um i don't know what what that pendulum mark is, but you can feel it. Um, where you go from, you know, a shallow wing over to that point where you start getting up above and you start getting, you know, the weight change in the lines and that kind of stuff. Don't do that at a hundred feet. There's, there's no recovery space for that. Um, So, you know, if, if you're the kind of person that's got to push it, push it in the safest way possible. Kind of my rule of thumb is anything that I'm going to, for instance, if I get a new wing, um, I keep it to one new thing at a time. So if I get a new wing and a new motor, I'm flying the new motor with my old wing, or I'm flying the new wing with my old motor. Um, I'm I never change up two things at once, um, and that that kind of keeps it to where you know, especially like if you jump up in wings, or even just adjusting uh, your wing. A lot of sometimes when you get a new wing, the brakes are not adjusted right. And you go up and then you come in and you go to land and you know you flare and you're you're halfway to your waist and realize that you're not got near the flare you should have, you know, and, and the brakes are way too long and you're trying to wrap at the last minute or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, stuff just you know, or or they're too short and it's pulling on you. If you're worried about the new motor that you're not used to or or something at the same time, it, it just compounds. So if you gradually just introduce you know don't get a brand new wing and then try to learn a new trick at the same time get comfortable with that wing get some time on it and learn it and wings um have a personality (laughs) um and different sizes of wings uh you know you can fly um one side you know say a 25 meter in one wing And then a 23 meter will act completely different. Um, It's just kind of the way they are. And so if you fly the wing, get used to its personality um, and learn to adapt to that, then then it mitigates a lot of those risks as you advance.
3: Yeah, some of it's just muscle memory, too. I mean, you get used to what you're flying and then just small little nuance change can make a difference and throw you off your game.
1: And the other thing with that is most people, when they learn how to fly, stop kiting. And it's the worst thing you can do. Um, You should always keep on kiting. You know, go out to the field, don't launch, go fly for an hour, land and put your wing up. At least kite a little bit. You know, uh, the more you kite, the more you'll build those skills. Ground handling the wing really does improve you as a pilot, even after you've advanced a lot farther, um, you start to get the nuance of that wing and you really learn a wing ground handling it. Um, And uh, it's something that you you do, you put the time in when you're new, it's really easy Um, as a student or getting in or when you first start flying, it's pretty easy to go to the park and spend two hours kiting. Um, But after you learn and you're like, oh, I've only got an hour window. So you take up that hour to go fly. And if you don't watch it, you'll go six months without ever guiding your wing, and uh, and it's a deteriorating skill. So, it's a uh, it's something to really keep up on. It 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 will save you.
0: Amen. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um. Well, um, Michael Jasper signed up on Parameter, Arkansas, and I issued him a $10 gift card and let's see Joshua Marsh was on there. So he got a $10 gift card. Deweese stood we got you a $10 gift card. Wade Collins got you a $10 gift card. And John, you got a $10 gift card. Why, why Woo-hoo. are people, why, why are you guys not going to paramotorarkansas.com and signing up? I mean, just go there and sign up and let me issue a gift card because we're going to be putting a lot of really cool stuff on there. Can,
1: can we use our $10 gift card to buy a $10 gift card?
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> gift cards can't buy gift cards because I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I'm like, oh man. Uh, but we did get a couple of people that bought stickers. So if you want to buy stickers with your $10 gift card to see it work, please buy some stickers. We'll send them out uh, courtesy of Jim over from carepp.com has hooked us up with a bunch of stickers that we are sending out.
3: Hey, and for those who aren't familiar with uh, the state of Arkansas, it's not spelled the way it sounds. Nope. (laughs) It's slightly different. But I'm going to go there. I want to see if I can get a $10 gift card.
0: Yeah. Go to paramotorarkansas.com, sign up. Let me issue a $10 gift card, buy some stickers, and uh, yeah. paramotorarkansas.com sure yeah and make sure you put your name and not just your um your email address i got people with just email addresses and it's not a name i i don't know what that is so oh, uh, that is a make, cool sure, sticker. make sure you sign up with your actual to
1: sign up you have to go to that level how, how come arkansas, arkansas is not
0: capitalized what? sorry oh, what? <laughs> oh on my logo is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. But then I accidentally cut Jim off. Yeah, so. I, I I think that we're gonna rechange that up the logo to where the P for Paramotor and Arkansas, the A is uh, capital. On Are the you board. putting a little
1: trailer park over in the corner too? Well, yeah, <laughs> of course. Not after he gets the capitalization right.
3: <laughs> so you you need to create an account. Is that
0: what you're saying? That's it. Create an account. Gotcha. Just go up to the little person up there and right underneath the sign, it says create an account. And then we're going to be putting all sorts of stuff on there, including our podcast, uh, different podcasting, uh, all the different podcasts are out there. Um, we got already got a page for that. I just don't have a menu button for it yet. And uh, like I said, we got, I'll tell you all the things that we're going to be getting. Uh, Wings all the different wings, you can possibly think of Uh, we got a paramotor college that we're going to be doing so all the things that you may want to learn or learn again after going through uh, class uh, we're going to have um, that we're going to have frames all sorts of different frames uh, paramotor motors all the different types of throttles harnesses. We got the calendar that we're going to be uh, doing. And the calendar, like I said, is you can have 12 of your best Paramotor pictures and Jim will make a calendar for you. And we're going to make that available for everybody here in the future. Very cool. Yeah. And of course, you got to go to ParamotorGuy.com and uh, click that subscribe button for Josh's uh, uh, YouTube since he's going to be giving away something. And I heard he might even be giving away a $10 gift card. From Paramotor, Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) So,
3: Bonnie Silly Bon Franz said
0: they bought stickers. Yes, I saw the order pop up. They were the very first people that actually bought something. So um, you'll be getting something special also. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean... You know, this is brand new, you know, I mean, we just went live, we're going to be doing the Black Friday thing here, um, November, we're going to be doing some really awesome things, and the more people that are here, the more people that we can give away gift cards, the better, we're also going to be giving away um, some wings, yes, a brand new wing given away, You mean, like, like the big wing or the little like go fly around have a good time wing all packaged up ready to go we're going to be giving away free my
1: gift card don't sound near as cool now (laughs) (laughs) no
0: give us a chance let me let me i mean we're not officially going to go live with this until january 1st however people that do know about clearpop um, our Paramounter podcast gets to get in there, you know, you know, I, I need your help. You know, I'm going to be giving you uh, a bunch of $10 gift cards, you know, buy some stickers, see if that works, you know, and I want to make sure this automated thing works and everything's good to go for January 1st of 2020. What's the next year? 23. That's going to be that's, dude, dude, that's going to be our fourth year on on this podcast just right around the corner. That's unbelievable. That's so we're going to have to give away a bunch more stuff. We love to give away a bunch of stuff.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, it is nine o'clock. So anybody need to leave? Yeah, I think I better.
3: Yeah. 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 I do. Dog's out of jail.
0: All right. Well, it was really fun hanging out with you guys. Uh, John, thank you so much. Uh, oh, Thank you guys so much for having me. I, I definitely want to get up with you and uh, talk to you about some stuff, um, maybe tomorrow. You got my number five zero one seven four seven three five five eight. Yes, um, I have it. Anybody that wants to put that on their phone and you want to text me, by all means, text me. If you want something like a wing or something that's not on our on our uh, site just now, let me know. I can get you some stuff. Okay,
1: for the rest of you out there, since I have a microphone for a minute, if you have somebody's phone number, you can set them a 4 a.m. wake up call, just so you know. (laughs) Come
0: on. You (laughs) know, (laughs) come on. I haven't had any problem with anybody. Now I'm going to start getting some wake up calls at the wrong time. (laughs) I'm going to blame it all, all on you.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm like, you are not my friend right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, of course, course. I, I tell everybody that, that
1: my phone number is on my website. So, <laughs> ah. That's
0: well, thank you very much, everyone. Definitely appreciate you guys for being here, uh, joining up on the Paramotor Arkansas. Um, like I said, if you want to buy some of those uh, stickers, you know, let me know. I'll send you some gift cards and, uh, Bonnie, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to send you uh, uh, gift cards too, since you bought some stickers. Um, yeah. anybody that wants awesome. anything, just let me know. I will send stuff out. If you won something tonight, Michael, you already were issued a $10 gift card. Eric, um, I didn't see you on Paramount Arkansas, so make sure that you get yourself a an account. And I will. Deweese. What's that? Deweese was actually sent a $10 gift card. Aurora PPG is not on our site, so um, I can't get you the ten dollars gift card yet. And if you do, just let me know. Um, just text me five zero one seven four seven three five five eight, and we'll get you. Okay, gift. just just so you don't take them off, they also won the hat. Remember, so and right and, and the also, magnet. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Deweese won the Aww. hat and throttle magnet. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Deweese, I will. Get the information from the website from Paramount, Arkansas. So make sure that you typed in your address and I'll send it over to John so he can send you out your stuff. Man, how, how fun is that? Always getting free stuff over here. Yeah. Very cool.
1: <laughs> and then shameless plug, go on usbpa.org and vote for me so all your dreams can come true.
0: Oh, there you go. Anything else? All your dreams I mean,
3: can come true.
0: <laughs> any, any, you heard that else, John, As far as, you know, the things that you think that you'll be able to do once you are, you know, on the USPPA and anything that you think that you can do to help with? Um, It's, with your... it's a general kind of help um,
1: fit. So it'll be just working with uh, Noah and Alexis and the whoever wins the treasure spot as well um kind of on the board making you know decisions on where we go forward with what the USPPA is providing um as well as um you know some of the basic secretary stuff that's responsible for it um you know i uh as far as i know i don't have to serve coffee uh to the other board members and you know take diction or anything like that but
0: serving coffee (laughs) is the best part of being the secretary
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh overall um yeah it's just kind of uh maintaining records and and then working with them to to try to to make sure that we're giving good value to the members and to instructors and schools as well um that's kind of priority of making sure that you know instructors have training aids and and tools that they can use and then as uh, you know just your members uh, the i know they've put a lot into the magazines and stuff like that to get them out and uh, yep. um it's been a lot of work getting it kind of changed over um but they're they're looking forward to adding more um more benefits to being a member um you know, different possibilities of everything from insurance to um, possibly in the future, trying to find uh, flying fields that we can uh, lock down access to, uh, That'd be really good. you know, and, uh, and we talked about several things like that. And so um, it's just kind of helping out with that kind of stuff, um, you know, and just just trying to make it better in general for everybody and, and to be a, a real value to the community.
0: Um, uh, so
1: yeah. And then, uh, you guys got to show up to some of the fly-ins this winter, spring.
0: So absolutely. So do you think that the USPPA is actually going to show a presence at these fly-ins, at least the big fly-ins?
1: Yes, absolutely. They, uh, the, um, I actually, uh, Nick and Noah were down this last week and I know that, uh, Nellis Air Force Base is putting on some kind of like regular fly-in uh, event air show type of thing. And they invited them to come with the USPPA, bring some paramotors and bring a booth to that event. And so they're, they're going to have a presence up there in Vegas at the event. And, uh, so they're kind of, you know, growing that, um, they've been doing a lot of work together with some of the other communities like the balloon community and that kind of stuff, um, to try to help the, the deal with the, with the drones. Um, Basically, some of the, the regulations they were trying to push through with, you know, requiring people to have ADS-B and or uh, I think that's the right term. But um and then also some of it was very much like, uh hey, uh, 500 feet and lower is going to be drone territory. And so uh, they've been doing a lot with the other communities, um, especially the hot air balloonists. That are like this. This can't happen. We we can't get out of the way. You know they have no way to run. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they they're doing a lot of work with that. But they they'll definitely have booths um, working on material and stuff, brochures, all that kind of stuff, to start having more of a presence at fly-ins. And um, we've definitely had some conversations about making the the USPPA swag uh, a little more um not sixty-five year old swag. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so um you know, something that looks a little cooler. <laughs> um but but it, you know obviously everything's gotta be prioritized. It's a pretty small group doing it. It's all volunteer stuff. Nobody's out there getting rich doing it. And so uh everybody's gotta, you know, live their live their life along with it and and uh it's it's a pretty good, uh, I know from, from kind of keeping up with Noah, like the, the amount of work that's going into it compared to, you know, for, for not getting anything out of it, other than just improving the community. It's, it's really a labor of love. Um, he's, it's a very time consuming, even stuff as simple as the magazine. I mean, with getting editors and getting the stuff all lined up, it's, it's been a huge hassle. And, uh, so it, it is definitely moving in the right direction um, you know they rebuilt the website redid the magazine um, working on a lot of training tools and resources and that kind of stuff and uh, and I, I think it's got a, a good direction going forward and uh, they're they're also working on some stuff with um, like a more the US PPA cards being more kind of like your uh, dive cards are where it's a you know the really nice, our plastic dive car or the, the paramotor card that has like a URL or whatever, and you could literally scan it and see all of somebody's ratings, all of their stuff um, really easy. And it would be, you know, versus the kind of paper cards that they were sending out before. It's actually something a little higher quality and uh, so good stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just working toward that and, and trying to get some value back. To the community, as well as um, hopefully improving the quality of training across the board, as well as uh, you know, getting getting information out to people, um, you know, making training guides, making resources available. Um, I believe he has it changed around to where even if you haven't done the training stuff, you can go take the test and know, hey, this is the kind of stuff I need to start studying for. Um, you know, this is kind of where I need to be. And, uh, and it's a good thing as somebody getting into the sport to, you know, you're, you're not starting from nowhere. You, you have a good idea of this is the kind of stuff I need to learn. I need to study this kind of, you know, weather stuff or airspace or, uh, whatever it might be. Um, and I mean, from a from an instructor, instructor's perspective, the idea of a student coming to you with already a pretty decent idea of weather and airspace and everything to where you're not starting at ground zero is amazing like it it would be really cool because most of the time you're like okay do you know how a wing works and they're like uh no <laughs> so you know you have to all have the whole discussion about how there's magic dust in there and if it falls out you know when your wing turns upside down you you fall <laughs> so, <Yeah>. now <laughs> it's uh it's it's just very good if you know for for new people getting into the sport to to kind of get some direction um you know as well as they've been updating a lot of this stuff so you can kind of you know go through the list of schools that are are active and you know know what's kind of around you um and just good resources like that so that's kind
0: of the idea awesome 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 well, Will Fly, I know that you got to get. So go ahead and say your sign-offs and how we get up with you and your YouTube channel.
3: Right on, man. And John, it was a pleasure. Great guest. Yeah, fantastic yeah. show. Uh, yeah, and you get up with me uh YouTube, just search for Will Fly or uh go online to willflyppg.com.
0: com. Well, thank okay. you, buddy, for for helping us out on the spinny Wheel of winny things and um, I didn't see you on the Paramount of Arkansas, but Jim was there, so he got a ten dollars gift card and a couple other people. I made I made it
3: an account. Did oh. you? there? I promise.
0: <laughs> um, oh, is oh is it um, okay? It must be a different. It's, one. it's the I'm beta problem. tester problems. My it's last a, name isn't
3: Fly. Name <laughs> is. Oh, <laughs> that's the problem.
0: <laughs> there, there you are. I found you. Guess who just got a ten dollars gift card? Yes, you did. so eric got one jim got one and uh bill got one so anybody that i see that pops up um might get one so you know sign up and we'll see and of course text me 501-747-3558 say hey i've been to your site i signed up but i didn't get a gift card i want one i will get you a gift card
2: all I got to ask you about next Monday, our next Monday show. But if we can go, um, you know, after the show's not live or
0: whatever. Oh, you want to talk after the show? Okay.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Oh, now you
2: talk business. That. Yeah, we got to right. talk about Monday real quick. Okay, Mind so
0: so, let, so let's go ahead and say goodbye, everybody. Um, yeah. uh, John, thank you so much for being on the show. You, um absolutely amazing. Thank you. Uh, winpirateppg.com all your links are underneath paramotorguest.com and of course down here in the link so if you want to learn more about john just go to paramotorguest.com or any of our guests we're going to start putting them On this new list which is gonna be really cool and uh john definitely appreciate you lynn anderson if you want if you want to be on our show just get up with linda you can go to paramomusa.com joshua marsh he's in the background helping us out a lot including playing all those uh, videos you can find him at joshua marsh ppg or his very new dot com by going to paramotorguy.com before over to his youtube channel make sure you hit subscribe and that bell notification also our sponsor, Jim, from Canada A, from carepp.com. Uh, he takes care of us, all the decals, all the stickers, from um, uh, calendars, everything, right? Jim, what else do you do? No cards. What's that? <laughs> business cards. Business cards. Yeah, 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 business cards. Um, wow. Yeah, what else? I need some business cards. Okay. It's my okay. new logo, yeah. I actually wow. need some and, new business cards. And all I have to do is go to your QR code, click that, and say PPG Grandpa sent me. Hey, me sent you. me sent me. So uh <laughs> so, I get I get it. Right? <laughs> that's Arkansas. That's like Arkansas for y'all, for y'all. He sent me. Awesome. Sounds good. All right, good deal. Um, We got everybody right. So, John, thank you very much. Thank you, Will Fly, Linda Anderson, Joshua Marsh, Jim from Canada A, and me, PPG Grandpa. Um, We're going to go offline real quick because we have some things that we're going to be talking about, including what's going on next week, Monday, which is Halloween. Yeah. We have to do something on Halloween. Ah, And probably give away some cool stuff, too. (laughs) Annie Williamson is
2: going to be on board next. Monday. Danny,
0: Danny's gonna be on the house, so make sure that he's on our guest chat, right? Yep. Danny oh, absolutely Danny, if you're watching this, um make sure that we get a bio and a nice little three minute uh video, which you saw in the front of this one, John. That uh that little trailer video. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, you sent that but, to me for funnyness but Yeah, I kinda did, but, but uh it yeah. worked out it was actually uh, great that was
1: awesome yeah really like that that's my middle child and she is a mess and she was doing tons of these little videos she actually did one about horses that that kind of went viral and uh and so I was giving her a hard time I'm like hey when are you gonna do this and like you know do stuff for me and make me money (laughs) uh, she's five and so and so she was always like yeah no it's for fun and then uh so I was out of town, and I I came back, and they're like, "Hey, we made you a we made you a promo video." <laughs> so, um, very but cool. Very cool. but yeah, she's like that all the time. So it's uh that. it spices up life. <laughs> so. there you go.
0: All right, I cannot believe we're, we're still here after two and a half hours of yappity yep yapp talking about oh, paramotors. Gosh. I tell you, we, we love to talk about paramotors, but yeah. uh, Will needs to go and Josh needs to go. So we're going to uh, get off of here and uh, talk privately real quick to find out what we're going to do uh, next week, which is going to be awesome. If you want to know who is lined up for this week as far as all the different uh, paramotor podcasts, go to podcasts dot com and it'll show you all the podcasts and how to get up with them and when they are on so thank you very much and we're gonna peace out bye night